Hi, welcome to Life and Application. I'm your host, Jay Huey, with my co-host, Jason Bierke. Um, Jason, one of the questions I get asked a lot is, uh, if God is a good and loving God, you know, he's perfect. He wants the best for all of us. He wants all this. Why does God allow bad things to happen to good people? Or how does God allow kids to get cancer? Or, you know, that, that kind of stuff. Right, so that's the question of, you know, that's the problem of evil. Right, and that's one of the big questions that people have and one that they always try to use to disprove God's, God's existence, right? And so, you know, one of the, the questions that we always have to ask is, you know, what is evil? And so, you know, we don't want that to end up being like um, what's called like the red herring where you get people distracted by another question. It's a legitimate question is, you know, what is evil? And they would give you answers such as, you know, murder, you know, rape, um, and, and all those different things like that. And we would agree, yes, those are evil. evil acts. Right? It's evil, right? Right. And then so I asked this guy that I worked with, I said, is it evil for everyone involved? Is it evil for the person that it's happening to? And is it evil for the person that's committing it? And he said... No, it's only evil to the people that it happens to. And so I said, well, let me rephrase your question. If God is good and loving, why does he allow things to happen that some people like and some people don't like? He didn't like that. So he said, yes, it's evil for everyone. And I said, so that's an absolute, right? Evil is an absolute. We have, it's evil, it's always evil, and always will be evil. And if they say yes then we have an opportunity to share with them why that's evil, right? Because it deviates from God. Right, but I mean, if you, if you look at, because sometimes you don't, have that, you don't have that time to have that whole big explanation, you know, and, and this is a popular question, why does God allow, if, if you're a Christian, why does God allow evil things to happen to you? Um, so I think, and I, and I agree with what, with what you're saying, I just think it's a, it's a little too broad to bring them where you can transition the conversation into something else or into a bigger issue or whatnot. But um, so if someone came to you and just said, "Hey, you know, one of my coworkers just lost his son. You're going to tell me that there's a God that He's going to allow that for his pain and suffering." You know, what's your answer to that person? Well, I would just say, you know, obviously, you know, anyone that says that they have the perfect answer to that is just not being truthful because at the end of the day you know we don't always know why something bad happens to someone that we think is undeserving what we have to get people to realize is that in spite of something bad happening that God is still good even when he's misunderstood and that you know those terrible circumstances you know could actually end up being something that could be a blessing even though it seems a hundred percent impossible and everyone would say there's no way that's ever going to be a blessing i don't believe that but if we believe that god is good and that he loves us then we know that even though we have trials and bad things that happen to us like like when i had cancer right but that, that wasn't awesome no right but i was able to lead Quite a few people to the Lord and 
you know, like my, you know, treatment facility. And, you know, um, when I was at, at, at work, you know, a guy came in and his little girl was really sick, right? And so I was able to share with him and lead him to the Lord because of that. Uh, another co-worker of mine, you know, she had breast cancer and wouldn't talk to anyone. Well, she talked to me. Why do you think she talked to me? Well, because I'd been there. Right. No, and then... And I think that's one of the things that we forget is um, as Christians, I feel sometimes we get in the habit of defending God or defending God's actions instead of just being the light to the word and letting God answer his own questions to those people. Right. Like I, I watch a lot of people, they get in arguments over, you know, defending God and, and God doesn't need your help defending him. No, he doesn't. You know, and, and, and I think we forget, you know, like the application to me in these kind of situations is, how can I turn this situation or this question or this tragedy? Because most of the time when people are, are looking at why does God allow uh, bad things to happen to good people, it, it's, it's a tragic event. Like something that, like you said, there's no perfect answer. There's no... There's not. But what you said in the recap after I asked you to bring it down was, you know, how, how do we turn those kind of situations into the light? How do we light the path with those kind of situations? And, you know, you're talking about, you know, just showing them that God is still in this situation, that God is still part of this. He didn't just stop. He's, you know, and I, if you could expound on that a little bit more, I think to yeah. lead people to that. And, you know, here's, here's what we, you know, we, we see things in a very narrow path, right? We, we can't see, you know, too far down the road. We can only see very limited, right? What we don't see is that God has an entire plan for us. Even those terrible things will end up being used for good. The Bible even talks about that with the death of Jesus, that you know Jesus was put to death by the hands of sinful men. Well, what did his death bring about? Right? Because if you want to talk about something that's unjust, it, it's you know the the death of Jesus, right? Grace. But what did that bring about, right? Salvation for right. you know mankind from eternity past to eternity, you know future, and so when we know that you know number one that this life is very temporary compared to eternity, and number two that the suffering and the trials that we go through are part of God's plan to get us to where he needs us to be so that we can be the light to other people, it doesn't make it easier. It just gives us a peace that we know that, you know, God is in control and that, you know, God is going to bring about good somehow, even though we can't see it now. That's what we have to continue to believe. And it's hard for people. I get it. it is. It's hard. I mean, it's hard. Like when you see a little kid with cancer, you're just, it you sucks. know, like you, it just. It sucks. Yep. It just does. And here's the thing that makes it the worst in my mind, right? Is that, you know, usually when people get at a certain point in their life, they finally start looking to God. Right. Right. Some people get to get so low that then they start blaming God for everything and they utterly reject what he's trying to do through them and for them. You know, one of the guys I was talking to at work, 
he asked me, why would God let my little girl, who she was 18 months, be so sick? And I said, maybe it's because he's trying to draw you to him so that you realize that you need him. And he said, never thought about it that way. You know, it's interesting. I've quit going to church for the last decade. Maybe this is something that I can, maybe, maybe God wants me to get back into church. And I said, God wants your heart. He doesn't want you back in church. He wants your heart. He wants you to give your life to him. And he said, well, I've never done that. And I said, well, let's do it right now. He said, okay. So, you know, he accepted the Lord. And then he's like, you know what? I'm bringing my family to church on Sunday. And I said, great. You know, and that doesn't mean his daughter's going to be miraculously healed, right? But that is something good that came from an illness. You know, he was saved, right? He's bringing his, his wife to church, his, his daughter to church. You know, those are things that, we, we forget and they know a lot of times God is calling us and trying to get our attention saying hey come to me follow me or that child's part of someone else's plan I mean you don't that's right you don't know because we're all God's children and you know we don't know you know it's um that's where we have to have the faith that regardless of what happens you know we're going to trust God and know that you know he's not trying to give us the short end of the stick. We know that he is good and everything he does is good, even if we don't get it. And the other thing is, is that, you know, we live in a fallen world, right? You know, sin has plagued this world. All you have to do is turn on the news or look Absolutely. out your front door and you see that. Cancer for a little kid was never part of God's plan. That is part of the evil one's plan and that was brought about because of mankind's sin into this fallen world. Right. And that's the reality that we live in. You know, we can't, you know, just say, well, God isn't good because, you know, something bad has happened. You know, well, what about all the good that has happened? Is that only because God exists? Right? So if only, you know, so those, those two have to, you know, go together. Right. No, I, absolutely. And I actually have a blessing to share that, okay. that kind of goes along with this is that, um, there has been a handful of people that you're aware of over the last two years I've really been trying to witness to. And um, they've been tough nuts to crack. Okay. Just to open that door. And and when I talked to you and you had me change my, my way a little bit of just, I, I stopped talking and just let this person talk. And um, my parents, unfortunately, as you know, just recently just battled COVID. Mm -hmm. And... Um, you know, my, I was worried for my dad. He's uh, 75, you know, not in the best of health. Not in bad health, but not in the best. But, um, you know, I, I was worried more for him than my mom. And um, so I got immediately, when I found out the news at work, I got right on my phone, and because that's how we communicate, I texted everyone, hey, please pray for my parents. And uh, this individual, the, the two individuals that I've been trying to talk to, mm -hmm. who are adamantly against usually when I bring up anything related to God. Um, both said, we will absolutely be praying for your parents. So, nice. um, and then That's every good. day they've contacted me and asked me, so, um, you know, I, I hated that my parents had COVID. I hated that my dad, you know, struggled a little bit with it, but it, without that, I might not have had that opportunity at the right moment 
to absolutely uh, to ask those people to pray, and you know, and I believe they both prayed for my parents, you know, but because they genuinely asked afterwards, you know, like followed up. So um, to me, it was a huge win because I, you know I'm really trying to to just listen, just be the light. It's, it's hard to do, isn't it? It really is, especially because uh, both people like to really get my goat. So it's been. Uh, it's been God's truest struggle for me to learn how to witness better. And that's really, you know, that's really the way that we need to look at, you know, all the opportunities that we have as opportunities. You know, um, when I was in the hospital, you know, um, the second time in 2017 when I had cancer, I brought, um, and I knew I was going to have surgery, I, I brought um, the Gospel of John and a $5 Starbucks card. I put them, put them together, and every nurse that I had, I gave them one of those. And oh, said, I said, hey, yeah. I want to thank you for I got a $5 Starbucks card, and I have a Gospel of John. I want you to read it. Right? They're going to say yes. to you know, One, because they're, you know, they're, they're not being nice. Right. Number two, it, it's hard to tell the guy that just had cancer surgery, you know, no, I hate you. No, I'm not reading that. You're an idiot. You know, like, okay, sure, yeah, I'll read it. Yep. I, I don't know if, if, if they did or not. But I know that, you know, I was on that floor, I was on that, I mean, someone needed to read that, right? And who knows, maybe I'll, you know, get to heaven and someone will come up and say, hey, you're the one that gave me the gospel, John. I, I don't know. And I know we're getting a lot subject of just a little bit, but have you ever thought about uh, grandma and grandpa? Mm. The amount of people that they have no idea who they impacted because of the right. amount of people that, I've never met two people in my whole life that have witnessed and the truly as close to the Great Commission as you can get. I mean, I don't care if they stopped in at McDonald's for whoever they met. My grandma or grandpa was talking to them or handing them a track, regardless of where they went. Yeah, um, our grandma and grandpa. Yes. We, we we should make sure people know that. Um, so so that and that's you know that that's falling right in their footsteps, taking that opportunity to witness right. every single person that came in that room. That I'm very proud of you. Things, but that's the whole idea with yeah, these. It is, but I think we. That's don't, the whole idea, but, is that we, you know, if, but if I, I sat encourage in the, each other though. Yeah, but if I sat in the room, was like, you know, woe is me, you know, why did this have to happen to me? I'm trying to do good, and you know, this bad thing. You miss all those opportunities because you don't I, see I a wanna, bigger picture. I just want to hold you on. Just sometimes, um, I think Christians aren't happy enough when they do good works because they want to throw the immediate super humble habit on. It's just like if you had a home run in baseball, as you came around the base, I'd be slapping your hand. Well, yeah. You know, but even when I said, you know, great job, you, you, you know, no, no, you know, you, you went right into humble mode where, and I know you're very humble, but I think as Christians, we don't celebrate. We don't celebrate our wins. Our wins as right. much as we should. Like, we'll talk all day long about the losses, but we don't sit there and congratulate each other. Like, hey, man, great. And I know, I mean, I've story after story of you calling people off hours and early and whatnot to congratulate them. And um, even me, like when I was struggling with uh, swearing, you'd call me every morning and you congratulate How's me. How's that going? I make it. It's going great. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's still obviously I have to work on it every day. But I guess on a side note, I just want you is if one of your Christian brethren um, have a success, really cheer them on. Slap them on the back, shake their hand, give them a hug. Yeah. Celebrate. I mean, we celebrate our wins. Right. We got to make it where it's uh, where that's our goal. I mean, that, that's the whole point of this. Right. How do we make it a application? Like most people reading or doing this have the the base knowledge. It's just how to apply it. 
Agreed. So good job on that, Jason. Thanks. Um, no, it, it's always going to be a struggle with people um, when they lose. Like I had a, you know, just recently at work, we've had a couple of coworkers pass away from COVID. And, um, you know, it's just unfortunate. And um, I, I, it, it makes you think about, you know, it, is his wife blaming God or, you know, how do I reach out to make, you know, make sure she doesn't fall down the rabbit hole? Because at that point when you're low, the, the devil has an easy way in. Right. You know, and I, and I think we forget that when people are really struggling um, and we try to answer for God. But just let them know God, God's, God's up there loving them, you know, loving your spouse. Like when it happens to me and I get to talk, I'm like, uh, one of the things I try to work into the conversation is as much as you love them and we love them, God loves them so much more. Right. We can't understand it. We can't fathom it because we're human. But I try to remind them, and that usually gives them some peace that they know that someone who loves them that much more is now protecting them. Right. Um, so. And that's a good point. But it is, it's, it's tough. It makes you think. And, and that's why we're talking about this one this week is because I've had those two guys that have just recently passed away at work. And, um, you know, both of them were just top-notch guys. And just, you know, bad luck with handling COVID. And, you know, and that's, you know, the thing, you know, to go with that is that that's really where, you know, we as the church really need to step up, right? So if you know that, you know, someone is sick or battling COVID or lost a spouse or anything, you know, we as Christians need to be organizing the meal trains, right, to get... You know, well, we got your meals taken care of for the next six weeks. Don't worry about it. And, oh, you need, you know, until, until the insurance money comes in or whatnot, we have you covered, right? We know what we can cover the car payment or we can help with that. That's what, you know, Christians need to be doing. And so when they say, well, why are you doing all this? And you say, because we love you. You know, we're, we're showing you the love of Christ. And, you know, they'll hopefully be able to equate the two and then not be, you know, prone to say, well, it's all God's fault. You know, God hates us. You know, there's nothing good. You know, they'll be able to say, you know, when something bad happened, it's the Christians, that it's the church that's, that rallied around and said, hey, we're here to help you. You know, that's, that, that's opportunities that I think that we miss a lot. Well, and we really do. And, um, while you were talking right there, it made me think of a story that happened recently with one of the two people that I'm witnessing to, and me and this gentleman like really like to argue a lot. Okay. And and he likes to, um, my opinion, I'm not a doctor, but um, he likes to really push people away when they get close. Okay. And um, so a couple of weeks ago, he really, he did something when we were out that really upset me, and I'm like, you know what, I'm done. I. I I really thought about washing my hands of him and just going, you know what, I've tried for... Shaking the dust off your right. feet. Yeah. And then, um, but then, you know, I get home and my wife tells me I'm being an idiot because that's not what God would want. She's right. She's just like, so you're, you're, what you're saying is, you know, you're weak. And I'm like, oh, okay, you're laying out in contact. But, so I, I did, I forgave him. I didn't, I didn't go seeking him, but, you know, I forgave him. And like a couple of weeks ago, he comes up, I work with him, and he asked me a work question, and then I answered, and he's like, so you're not mad at me anymore? I'm like, 
But no, I go, I, w- I would love to be mad at you, Mike. I really would. I go, but God tells me I can't. You know, and then it does the, oh, you believe in God, chuckle. I'm like, because if there wasn't a God right now, I would have already hit you. So <laughs> I go, you should be thinking. So it just was able to make the situation light right. and whatnot. But he didn't, he wasn't, you know, obstinate. And the, the okay. door opened up again with my parents. So it's tough. I, yeah. <laughs> it is tough. You know, so what I want to go away with today is, and I want people to remember, is that, um, and, and Jason really hit it really good, but we, you got to take those situations when someone asks you that because they're coming from a dark place. I mean, they're they're looking for a fight more than likely or an argument or a gotcha moment is to, is to turn that to the love of God. Like, don't try to answer, you know, because we don't understand. We know God's plan is perfect. You know, God only wants good things for us. You know, sin came into the world, and that's why we have these issues. We're not mm-hmm. in paradise. But it's at that moment, usually that person doesn't want to hear all that. Right. So just the application is just leading them to the light. You know, right. just show them, hey, God still loves you. He's in there. What do you need? Let right. me help you. Absolutely. You know, I'll pray with you. I'll sit down with you. I'll come over and give you a hand. So I want us to remember that because I think, I think we forget that sometimes. It goes to my one that we're going to have one day of why can't Christians just shut up? But uh, right, that's a whole another topic. So whole another topic. Um, so yeah, thank you, thank you for answering that. Yeah, as uh, I thought it was a good good topic to have. I and do too. It comes it, up a lot. It does. It comes up a lot, and hopefully, you know, we've given you guys, you know, something to you know use to help lead people to Christ, and you know, we have a lot of other uh, videos that are on uh, Spotify and on um, Apple Apple Music and we have a YouTube channel Life and Application so you know go ahead and uh, check that out when you get a chance and just remember and everything that we say and everything that we do be the light to God absolutely thank you guys for coming see you next week see ya